You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The car feature with Jacob Mushokwa. Yes, Jacob is with us. This afternoon, we're looking at car valuations, and you can give us a call right now to chat to Jacob. Uh, are you in the market? And we know, as the newspapers have reported, that there are truck shortages. Can you, be, can you imagine? Shortages in the sale of trucks. Um, we haven't managed to get them in fast enough. And that's also a surprise. The sector is quite surprised because um, it was expected that things would be slow to pick up. So we know there's a lot of activity happening in the car market. Um, so give us a call if you want an evaluation for your car. Are you uh, upgrading or are you scaling down? Um, certainly we have to make practical decisions at this time. And this is what this conversation is about. Jacob can give you his thoughts on a particular car because he's driven and reviewed so many in his career. And he's got his books to give you an estimate, just a guide on what you can expect um, if you are going to put it out in the marketplace. Even advice on private sales. 011-883-0702-31702 for your SMSs. Um, and your WhatsApps on zero seven two seven zero two one seven zero two. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Azania Musaka. How are you? I am very good. You're not going to. I know you've had car experiences, but so have I. But I'll let you go first because I think mine is going to be amazing. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I, I think these cars are are important because uh, it's 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 a bit of a, a catch on. Uh, a, f- a big family SUV versus an entry-level SUV. Mm-hmm. My favorite brand, of course, I'll start with them, Haval. Um, they've launched a new SUV uh, called the Haval Jolion. Um, I got a chance to to see it and feel it and touch it. I haven't driven it yet, but I was invited to the launch uh, a week before last. Um, the thing is about this car is if you're looking at getting into the compact SUV market, which is growing by the day, I mean, the starting price of this car is 299,000 Rand. You get a 1.5 liter turbo engine. And the technology on the car, Azania, is very special. The car is so advanced with how it comes in. And then, I don't know about you, but I remember the previous generation Haval H2 looked, if I can say the words, it wasn't too appealing to the eye. (laughs) Okay. The Jolion looks so nice. It's it's a car that has the, the 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 perfect lines. The inside of the car is smooth. Like everything, the finishing on the car is quite smooth. It feels like a quality car. Mm-hmm. And then um, the, the next car that I got a chance to play around with uh, last week was the Hyundai Santa Fe. Now we've known Santa Fe since the early two thousands. Can you believe it? Um, this was a refreshed Santa Fe that was launched. It's the biggest seven seater or the biggest car that you can get from Hyundai outside of the of the H1. Mm-hmm. And yeah, pricing comes in at around 769,000 Rand. Um, again, just like the Jolion, these cars, are not, they don't do gear knobs anymore, or gear shifts anymore. They've got buttons or a knob to, to, to choose between park, reverse, neutral and drive. Um, so technologically, wow. these cars are, they're ahead of their time. They really are ahead of their time. And the starting price of the Santa Fe is 769,000 Rand, which I think is very decent when you look at what's in that market for seven-seaters. You look at the likes of um, the Fortuna and the Ford Everest as well. So, yeah, I think, I think Hyundai are going to, be, they're going to be a leader when it comes to these cars now because they brought out a seven-seater, which actually looks good. If you look at the Santa Fe, the, the, the front of the grille looks amazing. So, without a doubt, those are the, the two top cars that have left an indelible mark on me somehow. And I think they're going to do very well when, when they start 
uh, being seen by the public at large. Oh, lovely. That sounds wonderful. So the experience that I had, I went to that uh, Land Rover 4x4 course, you know, the one by Maine in Fourways in Joburg, and got to experience... Yeah. yeah, and I got to experience the Land Rover Defender. Oh my goodness, Jacob. Oh no, that's your weak spot. I know that's yo, your weak spot. Yo, yo, that day, that day, ne? if I didn't drop panties that day. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is, is, it is beautiful. And just the things that it can do, you know, it does take the mystery out of four by fouring. As uh, the guy kept saying, the guide was amazing, uh, um, Devin. He was really great. And the things that he was able to do with it and the excitement, the thrills, you went up this incredible incline and decline through water, uh, through these uneven surfaces, the cars on three wheels one minute. And then it was just a memorable experience. Um, and obviously the Defender is back, um, loved the old one. And I think the new one at first. I was cynical. I was like, no, why are they, why are they range rovering the Defender? Um, and <laughs> after the experience, you think, actually, this was overdue. It was overdue. What a great experience. So 4x4, oh, yeah. mm, going over a 4x4 course was uh, I'm glad fun. you enjoyed that. I did that. I did that course when they just opened it. And I love how Jaguar Land Rover have done a great experience for everybody, from kids to, to young up-and-coming teens who are learning how to drive, and then even the supercar guys with their Jaguars around that beautiful skid pad, and then the SUV uh, aficionados with the off-roading as well. I love how you can go there mm. even if you're not into cars because yeah. you can enjoy yourself on the track and then you can have a good meal and you can watch some great experiences. I mean, they, they even got like a, a little theater sit-down area where they've got some videos about how some of the cars were built. Yes. Like it, it's, it's a great experience for anyone to go. If there's a family that wants to be very adventurous, I have to suggest that place as something that you need to experience at least once. Mm, and they had this Formula One uh, little uh, setup there where you could have a feel. Um, and often, as you say, paying clients get to have that experience as you step into the shell, you know, without mm. the dressing of the car, but just that frame and what it's like inside. And you feel as if you're on a track. So really exciting. Let's go to the lines now um, as we answer your questions on car valuations and reviews. Maybe you want to know of a particular vehicle uh, or you want to know what to expect in the marketplace. Mike, you're calling from Rosebank. Which car are you curious about today? Hi, Jacob. I've got a Bank it's going to become collector and what are they going for at the moment? Oh, okay. So can it become collector? And sort of what price are they going for? Is the Toyota Land Cruiser 1998. Um, Mike, what's the mileage? Petrol. Petrol. Okay. And the uh, mileage? 200, 200 petrol. petrol. Okay. Um, can they become uh, collectors? And what are they going for, Jacob? <sighs> Here's the thing. In certain markets, the Land Cruiser is definitely what you would look at as a future, as a future classic. Mm. But for, for many dealers, I mean, they'll give you a, a trade and retail price according to the books. And I mean, if I give you the amounts on this one, uh, the trade price is 50,000 Rand and the retail is 61,000 Rand. So, so th- these are the kind of cars that work more with market value and demand as well. I, for one, am a big fan of the, of the old school Land Cruisers, specifically because I want to stance it out and put fat tires on it and black out the windows. And uh, that's, that's just my personal favorite on a, on a car like that. But um, whether it's going to be a future classic, it's a little hard to tell. But already within the Land Cruiser market, 
Um, owners who own this specific Land Cruiser know that it keeps its value. So the, the amount I'm giving you, yeah, is what a dealer would generally give you, but market value will maybe push it a little more closer to the 100,000 Rand region, 80 grand, 100 grand region. So hang on to it. I'm sure it is going to be, yeah, I'm sure it is going to be a classic one day, without a doubt. It's a, it's a car built so strong and it's, it's so durable. So I don't see why not. Mm. Mike? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we could make out what he was saying, though his line wasn't great. Uh, let's go to Yasin in Lanesia. Hi, Yasin. How's it, guys? Uh, yeah, Jacob, I got a couple of couple of classics, but I don't want to talk about all of them. Uh, you know, the the three to five IF box shape and those type of stuff. I'm more interested in a, a, a so-called classic that I'm hoping is a classic. What what the cost be to to sell it? Uh, what the What's its current valuation? And that's a C32 AMG. C32 AMG? Mm. Yes. No doubt. That's a classic. That's a classic. No no doubt. That's definitely a classic. Which year, um, yes, My neighbor was a... Mine is a 2003. 2003, yeah, okay. Early 2000s. Yeah. So this car rivaled the the, the four-pipe M3, Azania, if, if that puts it into perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what Mercedes-Benz did was they, they got better and they did the C55. But I think the C32, because of its rarity, sorry, the dealership <laughs> is a, um, because that car is a rarity, I think that's the kind of car that you're going to see around, you're not going to see around every day. Okay. Oh, wow, well, just having that engine in the background, oh. <laughs> it was a thrill. Okay. Um, so, uh, Jacob, do we have you back? Here we go. I'm back. I'm back. We just had to tell one of the drivers to pull the car out quickly. I really apologize. I'm, I'm, I'm based at DigiCars and yeah, we, we talk, live, eat and breathe cars and those kind of interruptions are bound to happen. I do apologize. <laughs> okay. So your answer to your scene is that, uh, how much would it be though? Now, now that's the, that's the difficult part. It's one of those cars again, like I mentioned with the Land Cruiser that mm. you look at market value more than what you look at the trade and retail value. And I mean, just putting in what trade and retail value goes for on a car like this. Um, I'm just typing it in now on the on the on the computer to be able to tell. I mean, he said it's a 2003 model, right? Yeah. Two double three. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm just I'm just putting it in quickly just to be able to tell. But the, the car is so rare. I mean, I, I I don't remember the last time I saw a, a C32 AMG. Like, maybe the last time I saw one was like. What a year ago, easily. Mm. So it's it's. So you could find day. a buyer that would pay him the price that he thinks it's it's worth. Yeah. So so look at the trade. The trade on the car is ninety two thousand rand, and the retail is is one ten. Mm. But I believe you could call a hundred and eighty five thousand rand for it, or two hundred thousand rand for it, depending on how clean it is. Is it a one owner? Is it is it well looked after? Does it have its service books, etc.? I think you could call one hundred eighty five thousand rand, and you'll get it for it. Mm. Yes, yeah. there you it's, go. It's, it's very clean. It's got a service book. It's uh, one owner. It's um, a service at Merck. So it's it's, it's well looked after. Mm, mm. So Yasin, maybe name your price and there might be someone looking to pay for it. Yeah. Mm. Thank Thanks. you so much. Thanks. Right. That's Yasin in Lanesia. Elias, hello. Afternoon, Elias. Hi, Azza. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the show. Tell us about your car. Yeah. 
no, as I a car that I'm looking to buy, I just want your guest to tell me. It's a Mercedes Benz C Class Avantgarde mm. 2013 model. Mm-hmm. Uh, very neat, very still very new. Uh, it has got 78,400 kilometers on the clock. Uh, I just wanted an idea more or less how much should I be paying for this car. Right. Service, uh, service, service record, everything immaculate. Is it a private sale or is it from a dealer? No, it's from a dealer. Oh, okay. So before you reveal to us what they're selling it for, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what the book says. Then we'll do the comparison afterwards. Yeah. Jacob? Can I, Elias, can I, can I just double check? You said C-Class. Uh, which one is it? C-200, C-180? No, C-180. Okay, C-180 avant-garde, you said, and you said 2013 model. Okay, I got it up yeah. here. The trade price on the, car, on the car is 123000 and yeah. retail, retail is 150 So I don't know how much you... Yeah, I don't know how much the car has been advertised for, but yeah. the retail price in the region of around... 5160 should make around a, a lot of sense how much uh, how much is the car being advertised for two two and you like you no, confirmed no. though elias you did confirm that it's in great condition yeah it is exactly. in great condition it is but now yeah azania elias this is one of those moments again where you talk more about the market sometimes plays a better role than what your dealer books would say. Like the market determines the price of cars. It's not like that with all the cars. But I mean, right here on the DigiCar store, I know of a 2015 C200 with way over 100,000 Ks on the clock. But the retail price of the car is 300,000 on the nose, 299. So those those C-classes specifically are very popular. If you look at it, uh, back in the day, a lot of rental companies would use them. Uh, a lot of hotels still use those cars as the ushering cars for to usher people around uh, their guests, etc. So the car would be in demand generally, and that usually works out the price. I don't think you can't negotiate that price, though, Elias. Elias, maybe, yeah, go back to them with the with the amount and see if you can negotiate. Yeah, can I say the one? Try and negotiate. 150. Yeah, okay. 150 is what the book says. Thank you for the call, Elias. You take care. Thank you. And then we go to Eunice in Pretoria. Hi, Eunice. Hi, Welcome, Eunice. I'm good. Thank Thank you. Thank you. So you have a Nissan hard body. Yes. Mm, tell us more about it. The NP three hundred. It's in a good condition. It we drove it for two hundred and thirty three kilometers. <laughs> the service record. Oh, wow. Yes. And which year? Okay. Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yes. Yeah, and it's so easy to accumulate some of this mileage when I unice and it's been good to you. It is. It is. It's still good. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. So, Jacob, what does your book say? Okay, so Nissan Hardbody 2010. Uh, you said yours is, the, is is yours the 2 liter or the 2.4 liter? It's a 2.4 liter. 2.4 liter. Okay, got you. Uh, I'm going to get a little more technical. Is it a, a 4x4 or is it a 4x2? 4x2. Oh, okay. Four by two. All right. I'm just 
going to four by two year. All right. So the trade on the car, you're looking at 75,000 Rand and retail, uh, 86,500 Rand. Hmm. The retail is 86 and the trade is 75. 75, oh, 75 yes. Good. Oh, okay. You would have that. <laughs> at least someone's happy, but let's see. It would be interesting to see what you get in the marketplace, Eunice, because that seems to be the theme today. Thank you for your call. You're welcome. Wonderful. Eunice in Pretoria. Uh, Mzuki, see, hello. Yes, morning, Nova. Yes, Come good on. afternoon to you. Good morning, afternoon. <laughs> um, I've got, a, I've got an ATOS, uh, 2018 model, uh, CDI. Uh, it's, uh, it's got uh, 140 on the clock. I'm, I'm thinking of trading it in mm. or selling it, whatever. <laughs> How much will I... Can I expect to get back? Okay. Uh, which year, Mzuki? 2018. 2018. All 2018. right. Young one. Uh, you said it's a, a, a 200 CDI, hey? Mm. Yes. And your mileage is at 140? It's at 140, yeah. Yo, we are Zola. Are you a DJ? Yeah, I'm a DJ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, it's coming up right now. Let me just select CDI. Uh, let's see, A200 Urban. Mm. Sorry, I'm I'm just going through all the A classes. There's so many A classes. Goodness. Uh, can I can I just double check with the Mzukisi? Is it is it a? Do you know if it's a A200 style Urban or is it the AMG? The one of the AMG kits. It's one of the AMGs. Ah, okay, cool. That helps a lot. And you left that uh, out. How do you know someone drives an AMG? <laughs> they tell you, Mzukisi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So the trade on the car is three hundred and sixteen thousand, and and retail is three fifty four. But now remember, remember what Azania had just said now about the mileage being high. I mean, for the for the yeah. year, uh, your mileage is only supposed to be at around fifty one thousand k's. Mm. So, so so you you got to understand. Mm. Yeah. When, when you go and do a trade deal, you can't expect anything close to the numbers that I've just quoted. A trade price of 316 and a retail price of 354 uh, um, is a bit out of, the, out of what anyone would be able to offer you. Um, so I would think budgeting it around two, 275, 285, um, that makes a lot more sense in terms of a, of a resale price for that car. Yep. No, it's cool. I was looking at one fifth. Right. Thank you. That. Mzukisi is in Cape, is in um, uh, Park Town. Um, Jacob, uh, and we're out of time. Still so many inquiries. Still so many. But okay. you join us again next month. Um, your email address? My email address is jmushokwa at gmail.com. People are welcome to drop me an email. And it's always a pleasure chatting to you, Azania. Thank you again for your time. Thank you, as always.